one of the world's most famous tables by francis r sterrett this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org is there any table in history or story that is better known to old and young than that of king arthur have we not all thrilled at the doughty deeds performed by the knights of that marvelous table have we not too regarded it as a myth or as one of the important accessories of a mythical tale enchanting because it was mythical how we deceived ourselves for the table was real it must have been for you can see it to this day high on the wall of the great hall in winchester castle england the custodian of the castle declares that the huge round of stout boards is the actual table around which king arthur and his knights assembled and as proof he quotes from the winchester annals an authentic record of all that has taken place in and around winchester which was once the royal seat of england and this record runs back for many hundred years the table is mentioned many times in the annals once it was shown to william the conqueror after his invasion of england and other entries prove that it has hung in winchester castle for over five hundred years think of that boys and girls of all ages who have reveled in the stories of the peerless king his round table and his brave knights according to the custodian the table was made in the beginning by merlin the wise magician for guinevere's grandfather and her father presented it to her and the young king arthur on their wedding day when king arthur established his famous order of the knights of the round table and chose from among the many brave men at his court those who were to assist him with their counsel in times of peace and war he took this wedding gift for his banquet table as it had neither head nor foot a higher nor a lower place and the king as you remember wished all who sat there to be equals the table has changed since it was used for round table banquets and councils for the winchester annals note that henry the eighth had it repainted and henry the eighth never lost an opportunity to emblazon everywhere the emblem of his house the tudor rose so in the centre of the table almost concealing the representation of the sun that was the original decoration is now a pink tudor rose but between the petals the sun's rays can still be seen around the flower is king arthur's motto and radiating from it to a broad white band that encircles the table are stripes of white and blue on the encircling band at the end of each stripe is the name of a knight to mark the place where he sat looking close one can spell out the quaint english letters and find the old familiar names sir lancelot sir galahad sir bedivere and all the rest of the brilliant band whose brave deeds and gentle courtesy we read of with delight where king arthur sat king henry the eighth had painted a picture of the king in his royal robes the table is a huge circular piece of wood eighteen feet in diameter and as it hangs on the wall today it is enclosed in a circle of oak to protect its edge in spite of king arthur's wish that all the places at the table should be of equal honor there are two that are particularly distinguished the seat perilous and the judas seat the seat perilous at the right of the king was only for the pure in heart and there sir galahad sat the second special place has become known as the judas seat for it was occupied by sir modred who struck the blow that killed his king 
neither legend nor the winchester annals give a complete record of the famous table and little is known of its history from the death of king arthur until the coming of william of normandy the early historians never doubted its authenticity and confidently referred to it as arthur's table for five hundred years at least it is hung on the wall of winchester castle and no one in winchester will admit that there is any doubt that it is actually the table around which king arthur and his knights gathered to eat haunches of venison roast pheasants and herons rich stews and pastries and to consult over the wrongs and injustice that were brought to them to be made right the grand old hall no longer echoes to the story of knightly deed or the song of the minstrel and it is only when visitors wander in that it resounds with human voices the tall marble pillars and stone wall are perhaps all that is left of the original castle hall once the centre of royal gatherings for even the windows and roof have been altered since the days when the shields of arthur's knights emblazoned the walls with gold and gay colours the tapestries embroidered with tales of valour have dropped to pieces the brave men and the beautiful ladies whose battles they fought have long since passed away but the round table still hangs on the wall under the high window mute evidence of a day when knightly strength was dedicated to the protection of fair women and the service of god End of one of the world's most famous tables by francis r sterrett recording by betty b